These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Hey, it's Keishi Tapes. I'm John Euler with Favaz. This is episode 136. Oh, I quit. I quit today. <laughs> no, right you now. can't now because you just found a whole <laughs> bunch of good new interviews. Favaz was able to find some tapes, some reel-to-reel tapes in his vault. And we got at least, what, half a dozen really, really... Really good stuff. Really cool interviews yet to bring you things that we already had planned for you. So uh, one of those interviews is this one. It's Again, it's from Reel to Reel, and it's an interview that you did with Little Steven. You know the time frame. Tell us about it. Yeah, uh, Steven Van Zant of Bruce Springsteen's band. You know, he, he was a, an original member. Was he original member? I don't remember. But he was a longtime member. He mm-hmm. quit for a while. Now he's been back. He was on The Sopranos. I don't remember why he was calling, but I did this interview in 2000. So it would have been... On Reel to Reel in 2000? Reel to Reel. Uh, I did it in... Uh, I If I did it on Reel to Reel, I know I did it in Gary Bennett's studio, in that studio, uh, you know, in, in the old building, the Annex. And uh, he called in and I don't think I was on a time limit. Uh, I don't think it would be that long because I don't really know what to ask him. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I don't know what he was promoting, but we'll find out. And, you know, it's little Steven. Yeah, little yeah. Steven. He's got the heavy New York accents. Always yep. got the bandana on his head. Yes, he and, does. Uh, what else? I'm That's... sure he was probably wearing it on the interview, although I couldn't see him. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. I always get him confused with Southside Johnny. Yeah, and the Asbury yeah, Jukes. Yeah, no, yeah. No relation there. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. I think we're ready to roll. Where are you at, New York? Yeah, okay. yeah, I'm in New York. Um, Where are you at? <laughs> the last couple of days. <laughs> i got to give you some crap. <laughs> Where are you at? It's here. i got to run to Europe. Uh, uh, yeah, i got to uh, you know, New York. i got to run to Europe here. Uh, last couple of days. Mm-hmm. But I'm here at the moment. <clears throat> All right. Hey, everybody. It's Pavaz, KC95 Real Rock Radio. With me on the phone is... Uh, uh, a veteran of the uh, rock and roll scene, little Steven, Steven Van Zandt. Steve, how are you, man? Hey, very good. How you doing? Doing all right. Little Steven. How, how you, you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> I, I noticed that. He's <laughs> uh, calling from New York today, and we're talking to Steve uh, for a few reasons, actually. You're you're like one of the busiest. Is this like the busiest time of your life? You know what? It's It probably is. Um, the only time I can remember as crazy as this was those four months we were doing Sun City, which was yeah, pretty pretty insane. But uh, remember that? I forget. I forget what Sun City Sun was. City was that was that uh, record he put together, Artists Against Apartheid. Oh yes, in uh, South Africa. That's right. So that's yeah. what he was putting together. You know, this is this is. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I mean, the record, you know, the tour and, and, and the TV show. Right. That's what it's all happening at the same time. <laughs> that's right. He's, uh, little Steven's out on tour. And, and he was a pretty big star in the He was in absolutely a show, big star. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. What was his role in the... I don't remember his name in it, because I, I, I've watched a handful of Sopranos. You would think yeah. that I... And you and I, because yeah. we love The Godfather and, and those kind of good fellas and those kind of stories, but I never really watched it. I don't know what his name was. Yeah, I didn't watch it either, because for me, The Godfather was the end-all, be-all. It was Absolutely. the best, the best. And there was, what, three movies. I liked all three of them. So from that point on, even the other, The Goodfellas uh, movie, and I saw it, you know, uh, I don't know. They just uh, didn't ring with me. I, I don't remember a thing from any of that, that from, from the Goodfellas or, or anything from uh, the Sopranos because the Godfather just filled me up with enough yes. of that genre. You know? um, I'm trying to uh, f- 
see what uh, what his role was. Sopranos. How, uh, uh, keep going. Yeah, Bruce or will be again. He's on a uh, very popular TV show, and of course, in the the big thing, you've got your solo record out called Born Again Savage. Yeah. Congratulations, man! What a great song Salvation is. Uh, Born Again Savage. It's kind of like a. Uh, Something you'd hear in a uh, J.D. Blackfoot song. Uh, <laughs> and they called him Savage, 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 Savage. How about uh, Silvio Dante? That was his name oh, in the show. Okay. Silvio. Yeah. Thank you, man. Really, uh, it's a very important record for me. You know? Great guitar riff in that song. That's just rocking. Now, how uh, it, how long did this album take to put together? I mean, it, is this one of those things that's been like 10 years in the making? or, or what? Well, you know what? It actually, I mean, technically, yeah. Um I wrote it. I wrote it a long time ago. Uh, I, I wrote it at the end of the '80s, uh, and I, you know, I casually demoed it over the early '90s, and then uh, I finally got around to recording it uh, just uh, just a few years ago. What, what, uh, what took so long? What what was the deal? Well, it's really. I'm trying to give you the. He's busy man. He's busy. Oh, it sucks. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I never really thought it was that good. <laughs> So I thought, well, yeah, can you imagine if he would have said that <laughs> version here? But um, I took it to my record company at the time, you know, uh, and they said, you know, we really can't break rock and roll anymore. Rock music is really over, you know. <laughs> then that sucked. Yeah. And you know, yeah, and that's true. It's wow, true. you said that twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. That's, that's what I've been saying. Rock's been dead this yeah. long. It's been twenty years since I'll bet a rock song has made it into the, made it to number one hmm. on the mainstream, uh, you know, hit chart. Right. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's like eighty nine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so then you know the whole grunge thing happened, and you know, guns so, and roses. Oh, wait a minute. So wait a minute. <laughs> so he was saying that huh? they they told him that in eighty nine. Yeah. Wow. So it's even longer. So, well, since so, you know, he's. I'm interviewing him yeah. in 2000, oh, okay, but yeah. he's talking about the record company told him that in, in 89. 89. Okay, well, that wasn't quite true, I don't think, in 89. Yeah, but it was, I, it was, I, I, it was trending that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. certainly yeah. it was trending. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, uh, okay, uh, mm-hmm. let me, you know, do some other things. So I produced a few records and, you know, and, uh, and eventually I just came to the the realization that um, uh, I really didn't feel like being part of that music business anymore. I, you know, it was probably mutual, you know. <laughs> they don't, right. don't want to know me either. But, um, you know, you, you get to the point where you really know too much, you know, and I, I know everything about the business at this point. I just felt um, I, I'd, I'd just, just as soon start my own company. Really selling this baby, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put out my record and you know, kind of do it quietly. Right. And you know, when the when the whole internet thing happened, um, that seemed like a good opportunity. You know, all of a sudden it was like, hmm, I can do this. You know, we can we can let the whole world know it's it's out, and uh, whoever wants it can come get it. You know, and I don't right. have to worry about you know, record company guys losing their jobs if it doesn't sell enough or all that silly stuff. You know? When did the Sopranos end? Because, you know, I would imagine he would also. He was a strip club owner in that, in that oh, show, was by he? the way. Yeah, I imagine he still would want to cash in, maybe on on his fame in The Sopranos when he released this. Um, I mean, say maybe, it, maybe the show was long gone by then. Well, you know, know what? He took the role in 1999, so oh, it wasn't. So, a, so this you know, was him cashing in on the uh, trying to cash in, and you don't blame him. 
trying to cash in on the popularity of The Sopranos. It ended in 2007. Oh, okay. So it was the beginning yeah. of their run yeah. on the TV show. Wow. Mm-hmm. Who, who appears on your record with you? Any um, musicians we know? Yeah, um, Adam Clayton from U2. Is oh. Whoa. Oh, that's a biggie. That's a heavy hitter. Yeah. And bass, and um, uh, Jason Bonham playing drums. <gasps> oh, wow. 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 That's cool. That is neat. Yeah. I'm going to have to revisit that try to find that thing. I'm sure I have that at my, at my house. Those are the type of albums, you know, we'd, we'd get for free back in right. the day. You know, and then you just stick them in your... If not, I mean, I'm sure that's got to be on... You know, you'd be able to download. Oh, it. sure, yeah. yeah. Come with Bonham. You know, I, d- I didn't know Jason, and um, uh, I, I wrote this. I wrote the record really uh, to be a, a modern version of a '60s hard rock record, and uh, I wanted somebody who really understood that older style. Uh, you know, I wasn't I wasn't trying to copy it exactly, but I wanted it to be a really a tribute to those days, and uh, and the arrangements were were written very specifically to reflect uh, that era. And um, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking about drummers, and uh, and he came to mind. You know, I figured, you know, this guy really—he's terrific. You know, I'd heard his solo albums and stuff, and uh, he certainly had the, you know, the, the knowledge, the education of, of that older style. So right. I just called him, and he was totally into it, man. He came right over, you know. Cool. Uh, Adam, I had known, you know, for many years, of course. Uh, but uh, and he, would- he said, of course, why would he know? Why would we think he knew Adam Clayton? Because he's little Steven. He's oh. with Bruce Springsteen. Mm, maybe. Of course. Just terrific, too. I mean, he, he was he, he was equally enthusiastic. And, 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 you know, that really matters, man. You know, you know, when you're when you're when you're off on your own, you're kind of, you know, isolated and alienated from the business. You know, a little encouragement from friends goes a long way. You know? Right. Definitely. Um, is this something you want to eventually tour behind her or do the club thing or anything? Boy, like that? I tell you what, you know, I really wish I could because this, this, this record happens to be just a, a, would make a great show. And uh, I'm afraid that's the one thing that's going to suffer this year. Yeah. I, I mm. just can't fit it in. Um, you know, I'm, we're going back out end of February, and um, that will go right into the Sopranos' third season. So, uh, uh, talking about touring with Springsteen, then touring with Bruce, and, and then so going. the Sopranos had two seasons under their belt. That yeah. was it. Wow, uh, at that time. Yeah, wonder if they knew by then it was going to be. I'm sure they did. I think they did. Yeah, yeah. it was a hit song, a hit uh, show. Yep. Yeah, the, the, so the record's just got to kind of hold its own at radio, and so far it's been it's been getting a great response. It's so. got a good one here, at Casey. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're did it? Did it? I, m- I don't maybe know. we played the one song. I think we did play something. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure we yeah, did. We did. That yeah. was at a time when we played new music. Can, do you remember? Can you pull up the uh, the the album and uh, look at the track listings? Maybe something over. Sure, sure, John. I'll memory. do that for you. Yeah. Uh, okay, go ahead. Like you said, I mean, I I think no. we did play something from it, and this was his only only album, right? Uh, maybe well, he, the apartheid record. Um, I'm not sure. His only solo album. Yeah. Hold on here. Okay. Keep going. You're close. I'm close. I don't want to start if you're close. Uh, <laughs> discography, okay. Uh, Men Without Women came out in 1982. Voice of America in 84. Freedom, No Compromise wow. in 87. Revolution, 89. Born Again Savage, that must that was it, 1999. That was his last one? Yeah. Soul Fire, no, it wasn't his last oh, one. Wow. Soul Fire, 2017. And Summer of Sorcery, 2019. Oh, okay. So... He's put out uh, two, four, six, seven records. What's the what's the, the the titles on the on the on the Born Again Savage, Savage one? Yeah. Oh, uh, you want to you hear uh, song titles? Yeah. 
Salvation was the one that we played. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the other one is uh, singles, uh, Camouflage of Righteousness. Oh, no, I don't remember <laughs> that one. I'm a little Steven, um, and I was going to get to The Sopranos now, HBO uh, TV series that won uh, four Golden Globes this past week. Yeah. Was yeah. that it? Yeah. Congratulations, every, man. Every category. Thank you. You know, it was fun, you know, especially after getting our butts kicked at the Emmys. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was particularly, you know, good revenge. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because all my life I've never taken these things seriously. I mean, I never, ever uh, care about awards or any of those things. And, uh, you know, all those years at the Grammys and all that stuff. I mean, who cares, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, tell, tell if, I know this story, but, but tell the folks quick. Uh, you don't have to go into a long thing. How, how you got involved with that, because it's kind of cool yeah, that the guy know, yeah. basically wrote your part in, didn't he? Oh, the, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the creator of the show just was a, a, a big music fan, and he, he knew about me from the East Street Band and also from my solo stuff. And uh, No, he didn't. He didn't know I your guess. solo stuff. <laughs> he knew you from the East Street Band. Let's yeah. say it. You know, made the connection to New Jersey uh, is the only thing I could think of. I mean... Uh, it certainly required a lot of imagination on his part, but, uh, you know, he saw something there and uh, called out of the blue. I had no acting experience. I had never even thought about it. Wow. No experience. I was wondering that. I'm glad he answered. I kind of, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know if didn't know of anything that he would have been in an er- before that but now it makes me wonder if he was really good at it how he pulled it off i'm no, gonna go kind of back and look and, at some and of those watch some of yeah. those episodes yeah yeah everybody liked him yeah you know and, um, but he was on a super popular show right so i guess it, just won four it, grammy or yeah. uh, golden globes which is a big deal so I, just about any character probably would be received with a at least you know i don't know halfway decent he owned a strip club yeah <laughs> And then offered me the part, you know, offered me a part. And um, at that point, I, I said to him, you know, I'm really, I'm really not comfortable taking another actor's job. Right. Uh, and and you know, uh, you know, they they work they work real hard, and uh, you know, they go to school, and and you know, and here I come out of rock and roll, and you know, I just you know, I didn't feel comfortable with that. So so he he did end up writing the part in for me. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it was very cool. Uh, you know, but it's funny, i, I got to tell you. I mean, we didn't, you know, we were making this little show in New Jersey. Uh, all the networks had passed on the show because he insisted on filming in New Jersey, and they thought he was crazy. <laughs> so, you know, we thought we were doing this little crazy eccentric thing that, you know, maybe a few people would see, you know. Uh, it just, it, it's amazing how it took off. Yeah, it's pretty cool. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, let's get to Bruce now. Um, but, you know, the, the That's one thing about this guy. He's got a lot to talk about. He's got his toe in a lot of pools, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now we're going to talk about Bruce. Street Band is back together, went out on tour in the fall, and getting, old Steven just said, to get ready to go back uh, back out in February. You'll, you'll be here in St. Louis on April 8th, and uh, everybody's looking forward to that. Yeah. And how, how much, is it just like the old days, man? Is it just as much fun? You know what? It might be more fun. Yeah. Um, as hard as that is to imagine, because it was a lot of fun back then. But I, everything's a little more relaxed now in terms of the, I mean, in the old days it was fun, but, it, but we were still struggling to, to try and be the best and try and make it, you know, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And um and by the time you turn around and you are successful, um, you've just been in it. You've been in the trenches so long. You know, you don't quite enjoy it as much, I don't think, as, as now, where you can step back a little bit 
and 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 reconnect with that audience that is so important to us. Uh, I mean, it's like a it's literally like a community um, that we're all a part of, and 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 for some reason had drifted apart for many years, and now coming back together. Um, you know, we always had that brotherhood thing on stage, but we uh, we really uh, at the same time ex- always extended that into the audience and. Uh, Definitely. And you know what I mean? And that community feeling is just, there's nothing like it. I mean, there's just nothing like it. Now, he's been in situations where he was paid by others. The boss was paying him. Springsteen was paying him to be in his band, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Uh, did he? I guess he got some writing credits and a little bit because Springsteen wrote most of the material himself. Yes. But he got some. And then he was hired, but, you know... He wasn't an actor. I guess he's getting act up. I'm getting to the point where I want to ask you, how much money has he made? I knew you were going to ask. Okay. All right. Hold it. Go on. Go on. How much money has he made by other people paying him? Oh, well, I don't know if they'll have. As opposed to to being his own thing. Okay. I'll roll more tape. Hold Uh, And I don't even know how many other bands have ever experienced this kind of of, uh, enthusiasm. So, Little Steven... He's an American musician, songwriter, record producer, arranger, actor, and radio disc jockey because he has his own show on uh, satellite radio, I believe. He has a net worth of, you want to guess? Uh, I'm going to say uh, $20 million. $80 million. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Holy cow. He's fine. He's done well, yeah. man. And, 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 and. I guess after the first two seasons, this is he was in the, what, second or third season of Sopranos here? Yeah. After that, they probably started making right. tons of money once they yeah. started really... Sure did. Seeing the ratings. Close feeling with an audience that we have. I, I, I can tell, man, I've never experienced it with a band, just getting that feeling from the stage. Yeah. That, that Bruce just, you know, man, it's just, it's overwhelming sometimes, really. It really is. It, and, you know, and, you, and you, you forget, you know, you forget through the years just what that feels like. And, uh, and so now, you know, I mean, we're still as intense as ever on stage, obviously, and, and we, we, you know, we maintain that. That same attitude that we always had, which was we we go on stage every night, uh, planning on doing the best show anyone's ever seen. You know, mm-hmm. I mean that's what we walk on stage with. So that hasn't changed. You know, but at the same time, a little time and and distance has has made me personally just appreciate the whole thing even more, and and even appreciate some of the songs more. You know, uh, it's funny, uh, but you know, a lot of the songs I think were written. You know, chronologically ahead of, of of his age. Yeah. You know, at the time. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you, you, you're now getting different things out of the songs. You know, they 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 really hold up well, and uh, and you're and they're even more, uh, in some ways, more meaningful. Some of them. You know? Why well, he was ahead of his time in a lot of ways is what he's saying yes. right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a, he's good. Yeah. Why did you leave the band back? What was that? Eighty four, eighty five. I actually left in eighty two. I had I had co-produced most of the. Born the USA album, and um, and then left uh, right after. It really, it was just you know, um, uh, like I guess they kept working another two years uh, after that. Yeah, because I know you're on the credits for that. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I think I did everything but three songs on there, oh, and uh, and you know, I left at the time to uh, learn about who I was, you know, and, and learn about what's going on in the world. I really. I spent my whole life just just playing rock and roll, and 
I didn't feel like I really knew anything, you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't, you know, I didn't really understand who I was, and uh, other than that, of course, that's a big part of my life then and, and still is. But you know, I just wanted to, I just wanted to try and see what was going on, and I, I really needed to leave and go on that adventure, you know. Right. Uh, and that's the point where I decided to make, you know, political albums, and I outlined five political albums that were all conceptual, all thematic. And this one is actually the fifth of the five, Born Against Savage, uh, that I outlined in 82. Great title, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> That's thank a you. cool title. <laughs> I don't, it's kind of strange here. His his voice coming through the phone mm-hmm. ends up sounding more clearer on this tape than yours coming through a professional microphone. Isn't that weird? Uh, yours is muddy. Oh, uh, on that thing? Yeah. On that? Uh, Just on the, on the real, yeah, on, the, on the tape, the way it lives on the tape. Hmm. I don't know because it's that's funny because uh, video, for instance, that, that that's been uh, digital video. Yeah, we see uh, down at Bush Stadium some of the digital video taken in the in right. the two thousands, the nineteen, the 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 nineties. Right, looks worse than some of the video that was shot back in the seventies. Huh? On you know regular oh, analog yeah, yeah, tape. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Sometimes because, it doesn't. Yeah, it's I don't know. Weird how things turn out here with with technologies mixing and matching as time goes on. <laughs> so. Uh... <laughs> You know, I mean, the, the records really were important to me uh, as a, they sort of, uh, as I learned what I was learning, I would just pass it along through the records and say, well, you know, this is what I learned today. Maybe you're interested in this, maybe not, but here it is, you know. Right. And, um, and, and they were great because they were, they actually created. Yeah, he's in New York. There's the sirens in the background. <laughs> a nice outline of who I am and an outline of basically how the world works. And uh, it's nice to get that out of your head. Uh, you know, it's, it's into into a, a vehicle where you can just look at it. You know, sure. and, and you know, it's like a it serves as a as a mirror for you. So I'm sure Bruce understood why you left, but he had to be bummed out, wasn't he? Well, you know, it was uh, it was an emotional time. Um, you know, but I think uh, I think in the end he, he did understand. I mean, there was never any animosity. Mm-hmm. You know, there was never any problem, which is why we came together so effortlessly uh this year you know? mm-hmm. uh last year i guess so um you know it was you know it was it was a little, you know, it was a little tough because you know, we are very close and uh and you know we did miss each other uh being on stage you know that's that's so much fun and uh right and so important at the same time but uh, at the same time i think you know i learned everything i know basically since since i left and he went off and got into different things too, you know. And now it was his time to get back. So, right. Uh, What's your favorite uh, song to do these days live? Um, you know, I've been enjoying playing some of these songs from the from the tracks record. Um, you know that that box set. That, yeah. Uh, you know, um, because some of them we had never played, and um, and you know. If, uh, they're all, you know, they're really like new songs, uh, and, and so, the, and, and they're also some of my favorite songs that that, that never got released uh, on that second disc of the uh, of the box set. I think that's some of the best stuff we ever did. Yeah, uh, loose, you know, loose ends and take them as they come and restless nights and those songs. Um, so they're they're a lot of fun. Um, I also enjoyed uh, the new arrangement of Youngstown that we were doing because um, it really. He's not afraid to captured, talk. Captured. Um, no. 
everything he's done, in, I think, in the last 20 years. I guess Nils Lofgren replaced him, uh, or, or maybe they were in together. Nils replaced him. Yeah. And then they were both back in the band. Yeah, and then they were. You know? so, so. so when he came back, Bruce didn't say, Nils, no. now you're out. No, yeah. he wouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, in one song, you know. Uh, it was one of the more, you know, folk-oriented songs that we are now doing with the band, so it's a, a, a new arrangement of it. And uh, I thought that was really an important song in the set. Backstreets are uh, uh, off of uh, Born to Run is one of the great songs. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. I mean, he's got so many. That uh, that song to me, I got to tell you, I, I, I saw the it was the Tunnel of Love tour, I guess, and we got there early enough, and I could hear the sound check going on, and we were standing right by the closed doors, and I could hear that song, man. Every time I ever hear it now, that's what I think. Just, just <laughs> hearing that, hearing that song being worked on, you know, it's just a weird feeling, man. I think, and that's the kind of connection that that Bruce's audience and makes, man. The, nice memory, sir. Thank you, and I still think of that. Mm. Yeah. First song at a certain time, and boom, it's just it sucks you in. Uh, yeah, weird. yeah, and there's just, there's, there's so many, you know. I mean, it, it was really, uh, I was very happy with the fact that we were able to put together a. Uh, a, a set with a with a theme, you know, um, and 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 managed to uh, and nail that down so early on in the tour because you know you pick it from 190 songs or something, you know, <laughs> right? Uh, you only you only do 23 or so, and right. uh, you know this is probably the closest anybody at this radio station has ever got to actually interviewing Bruce Springsteen. I, I don't think he was ever interviewed here. I I was thinking that I he's one of my top that I would love to talk to. Yeah. Uh, and here, all these years have passed, and I forgot I talked to Stephen Van Zandt. Yeah, I mean, you talk about getting, being close to the boss, yeah, being close is, to the and to the music and everything. This, this is probably as close as it'll get musically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's his butt. Yeah. So you know it, that worked out nice. Uh, We're talking to Little Stephen, and uh, Bruce will be here with the E Street Band April eighth at the Keel Center, and we're looking forward to that. At least we'll get to see you there, Steve. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is a drag that you're not going to be able to have any time to tour this thing because, like I said, this is definitely. Go to the bar, drink some beer, and listen to some rock and roll music. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those real, you know, live type of records. And uh, yeah, what can I say? I mean, you know, something I had to give this year, and I'm That's certainly right. not complaining because it was a terrific year. That's and right. I'm just clear. I'm glad to get it out. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I got to ask you one more thing. Uh, I know it's spelled differently, but how many times are you asked if you're related to the guys in Skinner? Oh yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I used to get that every <laughs> at least every week. You know. I mean, uh, it, you know, it's not really funny, but uh, my mother got flowers when uh, <gasps> when Ronnie's plane went down. Oh, no way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Whoa. There's a nice piece of trivia. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, so it's like... Uh, oh, you're the brother from another mother. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really, you know it's, most people don't realize to spell it differently because actually most people that don't even know my last name. You know, I mean, right. it's always you know. It's Van Zant, by the way. In case yeah, you know, yeah. No. Uh, <clears throat> but I was, you know, it's always little, little Steven and. Uh, but That's you funny, know, uh, yeah, they were they were really they were really a great band actually. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, little Steven, thanks uh, for talking to us, man. Congratulations on Sopranos. You can see that on HBO and a great solo record called Born Again Savage. It's in uh, it's in stores in case she's been playing Salvation stuff like that. And, uh, I want to thank you because, uh, you know, you supporting this new record really means a lot to me. And uh, I think the people, 
everybody uh, everybody who's gone out and gotten it has really been you know giving me a lot of good feedback on it and that's you know that's that's due to people like you playing the records so i really want to thank you for that well thanks steve and uh good luck on the tour it's due to people like you oh yeah. and uh, man we'll catch you one of these days solo some some <laughs> yeah. bar you'll you'll be out sometime. <laughs> i'll do it all right <laughs> okay Hey, Steve, you mind doing one ID for me? No. Nah. <clears throat> oh, have an ID. Say, uh, oh. This is little Steven. You're listening to KC95 Real Rock Radio. KC95. It's got to write it down. Real yeah. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't, it takes forever. It takes forever. To get, get it right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Hi, this is little Steven. You are listening to KC95 Real Rock Radio. We played that for years. We did. Yeah. We did. That's cool. And do one for me. Oh. Uh, my last name is Favaza, but I go by Favaz on the air. F like in Frank. Favaz. Favaz. Yeah. You just say no, you no first name. Just no, no, I just use that part. Yeah. Favaz. It even makes fun yeah, of you. Yeah, you're Favaz on KC95 Real Rock. I record. love it. <laughs> oh, you like yeah, the name, yeah, see? Yeah, liked it, yeah. The name always gets a good response, or some <laughs> kind of response, put it that way. This is little Steven. You are listening to Favaz on KC95 Real Rock Radio. Oh, he did it great. It's kind of a name that could be he in The did. Sopranos. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> hey. All right. Hey. Steve, thanks a lot, man. It was a thrill hey. talking to you, man. Thank you. Really, really. I appreciate the support. And tell everybody at the station, will you? Absolutely, man. Thank you. All right, Steve. All right. Bye. Right. Wow. Oh, great interview. Thank you. Man, great. That, that was you, awesome. You find something and you go, what are we going to do today? We go, hey, we've got little Steven. And then it turns out to be, yeah. a, he he was really good. You yeah, know? he so. was. Yeah, I really like him. I, yeah. I, I like to interview him again after 20 yeah. years have gone by on top of this. It's uh, it's amazing to think that much time has gone by. Yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, great interview. We're running That's... along here. So I, I, anything else you want to say? I don't mean to cut you short. No, uh, other than I still love Bruce and they're still the greatest band I've ever seen live. You know? Yeah. Oh, so. I know. I've, I've been to some of those shows. They're fantastic. You know. Yeah, absolutely. You know. I'm a big Springsteen fan. He's not that popular in St. Louis. He'll sell out right. a big, he'll, he'll, big yes. venue, but as far as radio airplay, our listeners really, yeah. uh, they don't they don't respond to him they very don't. well. They yeah. don't. Whatever. All right. I'm John Eulid. You can follow me on Twitter at, at uh, STLU Man. On Instagram, I'm Johnny Eulid. And I'm on both, but you're going to have to search me. Yeah, search out. Search out Favaz. Favaz. It's a cool name. Favaz. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.